0: Thank you for listening to the aw360 podcast today on the show i'm speaking with field garthwaite co-founder and ceo of iris tv iris is in the business of making television advertising specifically connected television advertising better more transparent and more effective for advertisers i hope you enjoy this episode field garthwaite welcome to the aw360 podcast pleased to have you here today Thanks for having me. So you are co-founder and CEO of Iris TV. For the uninitiated, tell us a little bit about Iris and what you guys do.
1: Yeah, sure. So we've all had that experience wondering why we see ads that are completely irrelevant to us. And this has become increasingly common uh, during the pandemic, right? We're all watching connected TV and uh, more and more of that is becoming ad supported so that's actually the fastest growing media format in the U.S. It's, it's growing 50% year over year. And uh, there's so much new content available, but it hasn't been possible to keep track of it all. Advertisers don't actually know where their ads run against. And, and this is creating major problems, both for consumers, right? And having a bad user experience, but, but as an actual marketer and at agencies and at DSPs and SSPs, Targeting and managing frequency is something that they have real tra- problems with managing transparency and, and driving repeatable performance when working with all of the great content owners that they you know we all know and love. It's been really challenging, and so the the kind of problem that IRS TV has been focused on is really providing uh, video level data access to everyone, buyers and sellers. And the reason is because. The reality is who you're targeting and, and what they're watching really are equally important. And Iris TV built a video data platform specifically to connect TV shows, movies, and videos with all of the leading data partners that manage brand safety and suitability and contextual data uh, and we're trusted by the largest broadcasters and now thousands of publishers and CTV channels to help them securely manage the data, their most valuable content, and convert those video files into data that brands and advertisers can use at really large scale for brand safety, transparency, and things like contextual targeting that that make ads more relevant to the end viewer, and as a result, drive things like recall and sales lift.
0: This is actually a persistent complaint of mine around my household that with all of these vast stores of data, every time I turn on any sort of streaming channel, I'm constantly frustrated that my TV doesn't get me. Like it either thinks I'm somebody else entirely, <laughs> or it's completely missing the point of me in my life. Explain a little bit about how your solution works.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And what you just said, every brand wants to reach consumers at right time, right. With their marketing, but, but yeah, it hasn't been possible in video. So how it works that the, the way that Iris does this is you know, kind of our core technology is, is called the Iris ID. And what it is, it's a universal identifier for a piece of video content. So there's an Iris ID for every TV show, every video, every movie, and that content identifier, the Iris ID is basically like the video equivalent of a page URL. Uh, which is a technology that, you know, AdWords uses to understand, you know, how to target ads and and all of the leading brand safety and contextual data companies used to use for display ads, but it's not sufficient for video. And so uh, by having the Iris ID associated with each video file, we're able to store an enormous amount of data on that ID, including contextual data, brand safety data from companies like Oracle and GumGum and and over a dozen of, of our partners in the in the data space. And most importantly, the way that this works is that content owners actually have control over the iris ID and how it's used. So they can actually decide who gets access to what data. So it's a very valuable technology for them to basically manage who gets access to certain information, right? They want ad platforms to use it to target based on context or brand safety and increase the, the value of their inventory. So it's helping them increase yield and increase revenue but in some cases for like reporting reasons they may want other entities to have access to say show an episode level data and we allow them to manage all of those use cases with this content identifier the iris id you
0: know during covid obviously streaming tv and CTV, you know skyrocketed i mean there, there was so much consumption that you know i've heard various complaints from you know friends and colleagues that you know the, the internet in my neighborhood is now so slow and it's because everybody's trying to watch, you know, whatever show on Netflix or what have you all at the same time. But yet it seems like, you know, and I've read this a few different places now that advertising dollars have not necessarily followed that trend. Uh, why is that? And and how is what you're doing at Iris going to kind of shift that back to, to more of a balance?
1: Yeah. I, we hear this from every major agency, all the largest marketers that, that spend uh, huge amounts of money on television, right. That they, they know they need to move more of their TV investment into connected TV and, and premium online video. Uh, the major blocker for them has been twofold. Uh, they can't replicate day parts in connected TV or, you know, kind of like buy what we, we used to call prime time, right. You know, that kind of block of time where you knew you'd he- hit a mass massive audience And you'd be able to actually understand, you know, by points, essentially, you know, what the demographics were and kind of uh, then able to measure how effective it was. So there's been no transparency in this new medium because it's really taken off in terms of streaming and viewership without having a a technology to provide for some of the same level of transparency that TV buyers and broadcasters and MPVDs have been able to negotiate because it's a medium television that's been around for decades. So when you have transparency, what it does, it unlocks more advertising dollars and creates a better u- user experience. And you can actually start to replicate things like primetime by knowing, for example, right? That Verizon can reach viewers watching sports or college football or pro basketball at the exact moment that they're watching that content, right? Or Intel can target viewers watching tech, right? Or video games. Mountain Dew can reach viewers watching comedy at that exact moment. And it drives performance when you're able to do that. And this is a brand new technology. It's really only come into kind of real scale over the last year. So our business has been taking off as a result, really kind of enabling this capability. And a major part of this is preparing for kind of the next year's upfront and and really 22 budgets that are uh, beginning to kind of unify TV investment and connected TV as really kind of like a holistic plan.
0: It kind of goes without saying that transparency has been one of the big buzzwords in our industry for the past several years. How does transparency work in regard to the IRIS ID? Do you have concerns there or is it pretty much in step with what the expectation is these days as far as consumers are concerned?
1: Yeah, so there's, there's, Identity and then there's content. Those are the two major parameters when you're talking about, you know, taking a piece of ad creative and reaching the right audience at really large scale. And IPG just completed a, a research study with our partner Gum Gum. And the conclusion is pretty simple, right? It's always important to reach the right people. But the powerhouse behind contextual, which is really Gum Gum's core focus is reaching people in the relevant mindset. And that's really what drives results. And so what they are able to prove is that that increases search intent, increases brand favorability, things like recall and and search. And it's pretty simple to kind of understand why, right? If you think about Google and AdWords, it's a $50 billion business, it's really big. And, And it's because a consumer searches for something and then instantly gets relevant results that are targeted ads, right? Inclusive also search results relevant to their direct experience in that moment. And that's really what Iris TV is doing. We're unlocking all of this data that's been embedded in the video file. We're making it available in standardized formats, working with all of our third-party data partners. And that really solves for the kind of content targeting side of things. And this complements identity. So things like household identifiers have become kind of the norm for how you buy identity in CTV. And that's great, right? Because you can capture a bunch of useful signals to understand, you know, that you're reaching the right household. But if you have five people in a household, you're going to waste a huge amount of that budget if you don't actually can have the ability to guarantee contextual alignment of your ad because those different viewers are going to be watching different types of content and there's going to be ads maybe targeting your daughter or your wife or your husband that uh, you're seeing. Right. And that's all going to come down to what content is being viewed to really guarantee that the marketer and advertisers getting the results that they expect from things like television.
0: So looking ahead to 2022, am I personally going to see fewer ads for all the various medications and prescriptions that I absolutely do not need yet in this point in my life? And I'm constantly bombarded with them. <laughs> <laughs> Or is that a symptom of the programming I'm watching, which really, when it comes right down to it, is 50% live sport? I
1: think the answer is yes, absolutely. And, And every marketer is going to be happy about that. Every agency is going to be happy about that. And it actually benefits the broadcaster too, right? Because if they're able to actually match the right ads with the right content, they're able to drive better results, right? Which when it comes to TV, it's all about recall and things like sales lift done through things like brand lift studies. And with connected TV, that's, that's all relatively new, but what we're also seeing, and this really benefits publishers is that there's a ton of new buyers moving into connected TV. And these are brands often direct to consumer that are spending huge amounts of money in search and social. Now we're seeing connected TV as a medium kind of like direct response television advertising, right? We used to see the phone number and people would call up and purchase the product. Now, right. We're seeing kind of those types of direct to consumer products use connected TV in a targeted way, leveraging, you know, identity and context to then drive performance and actual sales. And they're able to measure that. And so um, that creates a new pocket of, of buyers that publishers can derive more value from, from their content libraries anytime they match that correctly.
0: And looking ahead, you know, conscious of the fact that we're almost at the end of 2021 and moving into 2022 and beyond, what sort of predictions do you have for the next year or even five years down the road as it relates to the CTV industry and Iris, Iris TV's place in it?
1: Well, I think one big one is there's, there's kind of a sea change happening in market right now that I think the closest comparison would be viewability. Uh, if you remember when viewability first happened, it's kind of a scary moment for agencies because they, they needed to then actually look at how they were wasting a lot of money that, on ads that weren't viewable, right? Or kind of as we think about it on, you know, web or mobile, like below the fold, right? They're not viewed in frame. And so you actually don't know what you're getting. Uh, there's a comparable moment here happening in connected TV. Uh, so first it started with things like fraud and bot farms and looking at for invalid traffic. And that problem is, is being solved now by, you know, great companies like Double Verify and IES. But really, when it comes down to like actual transparency, things like brand safety and suitability, that problem has not been solved. And it's it's looking like the kind of early days of display where you have huge amounts of growth tons of new supply sources and a lot of premium viewership, but there's so little transparency available to buyers that they haven't been able to securely shift dollars. And so I think what's going to start happening is we're going to see this move from basically publisher or app or channel level buying, where you might be getting data on Roku or data on something like Samsung, but none of the information about the hundreds of channels or, you know, thousands of apps of where your ad could be placed back where you actually have data on the ad pod level. And that benefits everyone in the supply chain because when you're buying at the app level, you have no transparency, you're basically guessing. And relevance and performance really happens at the moment the ad is playing. And to do that, you really need to look inside the video. So our major prediction is that this technology is gonna be adopted widely. Buyers are gonna be requesting it and looking for Iris-enabled video because it allows them to do so much more with every buy. And, and broadcasters, publishers, CTV apps are going to leverage it to increase yield because in both cases, everyone benefits. And that's been proven by Nielsen. In the television space, they've, they've shown that sales and, and recall can increase by 30% when you match ad creative with the moment that you're running relevant content. So it's really just, from our point of view, all about scaling that technology everywhere AVOD viewership is growing.
0: A tip of the hat to you. Normally when I ask a question like that, I get you know sort of a hesitant best guess. And this felt more like a roadmap, like, you know, hey, we're not only on it, we've foreseen it. And I could have said 10 or 20 years and you would have had a great answer. So I appreciate that. You know, this has been great. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Great being here. Thanks for listening. For more content from Advertising Week, the global leader in events and digital content for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com.